Like a deer in the headlights or gum in your hair, what got you here will not get you there. Join us as business owners get unstuck in real time on the business building struggles we all share. Welcome to the Business Breakthrough Podcast. And here's your host, Esty Rand. Okay, different topic. So this, I'm going back to where you are. So this is like a digital wallet and it absorbs, but you must keep a cut of that commission or you have no business model. Yeah, of course, of course. Okay. So part of the affiliate goes to you and part of the affiliate goes to the customer. So if they're in your loyalty program and using your affiliate links, they get to keep part of it, which they would never get otherwise. And you get to keep right. part of it, which you wouldn't get otherwise. Correct. Super win. I love this. Your business modeling is genius. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> so what we do now, instead of us going out and finding end user customers, like if, if you're familiar with Rakuten, used to be Ebates, no. now it's oh. called Rakuten. Oh, right. Because the, the, um, it was an Asian company took it over, right? Yeah. Yeah. They Japanese go company. go officially right? under eBay. They kept the brand. Not eBay, Ebates. No, I don't know what we're talking about. So Ebates is, is you must have seen a commercial. Oh, I did, I did. I remember reading. But this is ages ago they took it over. This is years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. But now they okay. rebranded it called Rakuten. Got it. So I haven't so, been paying attention to it. I do remember this when it happened. And then I like off my radar. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's the same sort of style. It's an affiliate program that is designed. So they, uh, they, they get commissions from all those same merchants that we do. Mm -hmm. And then they pay the customer, the end user, a percentage of that in points or cash back that right. they, they give them every quarter, right? So right. we do the same thing, but instead of us just doing it and trying to compete with them, we license the technology to companies that already have loyalty programs and want to allow their customers to earn rewards outside of what they normally do. So... You think of Parks Casino, which is one of our clients, the biggest casino in Pennsylvania. If I go there, I have a loyalty card. It's called X Club. And if I play blackjack or video poker or slots or roulette, I earn credits, rewards, what they call comp dollars, that I can exchange for food and beverage credits next time I go or show tickets. But with tickets. your program, whatever comp they earn at the casino, they could use at a whole bunch of different merchants. No. No. Okay. The other way around. So turn the funnel upside down. Turn it upside down. Whatever they earn other places. They can redeem at the casino. Got it. So you're B to B. Yes. B to B to C. Because right. we actually fully manage the platform whereby we, when the end user goes to Walmart through the platform, buys a home uh, ceiling fan and doesn't get their points, we manage that. Right. Understood. But it's a, it, it's a B2B solution because your yes. customer is not the customer. Correct. You earn something on the customer also, I'm guessing, yes. um, or what thing wouldn't work, but the business is your customer because they're the ones, A, who you're selling to and B, who are quote unquote, ultimate, everyone wins, right? Everybody yeah. wins, yes. but they're the driver because they are driving all the extra dollars into their location. Yes. I love this. I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm picky. My listeners know this. I love this though. No, because just the genius of the flipped model. I love one of the things that I'm really appreciating in your story, and I want everyone listening to recognize this, is your ability to follow opportunity, not get side railed by competition or you know, legal insanity and be like, okay, where's the opportunity? 
And so coming into a market like this and saying, okay, well, the big guy's going after the customers. You know what? We'll go after the businesses. Yeah. And just flip the model. And I love this. And for the businesses, it's genius because if they're already, they already have certain amounts of this tech in place and this just drives it home more. Yeah. So the, the integration is really one line of code. It's an API that taps their platform into our platform. So when someone does go shopping at any of those merchants, we collect that data and then we share it with the client. Client. Uh, you know, what you purchased, how much you spent, what brands you prefer. They have this data now that they can use for their. And can the customers market. shift in any direction? Let's say the customer frequents two different businesses that work with you. Are they choosing, can they only do it with one loyalty program or can they choose where to direct their stuff? They can use either one. So let's just say exactly case in point. Um, Think about yourself, all right? Let's say you have a rewards card for Starbucks and you have a rewards card for Dunkin' Donuts. Is right. there Dunkin' Donuts out there? I, I don't know, but I don't no? think so. I don't get out that much. There's definitely Starbucks. <laughs> um, there's coffee. No, I travel so much that like, I think there isn't a Dunkin' Donuts here, but I'm on the East Coast so often that in my head, like I don't miss Dunkin' Donuts because I see it so frequently. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like I'm yeah. not missing it, but I don't think I've seen one in LA. Okay. <laughs> well, the, the point of the, uh, that, that long intro is that if you have a, a, a card in your wallet or you're a member of Starbucks Rewards Program or yeah. Dunkin' Donuts Rewards Program, if you go into Starbucks, you're going to be earning Starbucks rewards. If you go into Dunkin' Donuts, you'll be earning Dunkin' Donuts rewards. So it's the mindset of the customer. If you have a rewards card for Caesars Entertainment or for Parks Casino, it just depends on where you're going, Right. Right. But again, when, but here's my question. When I'm going to Starbucks, my rewards card in Starbucks only works from Starbucks for Starbucks, right? I get my points from there for more stuff there. Dunkin' Donuts, same thing. In your thing, when I shop in Walmart, I get Starbucks points. My question is, if Starbucks is your customer and Dunkin' Donuts is your customer, when I shop in Walmart, can I choose to use that at Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts? Like. No. And the no. reason that you can't is because we build it closed loop for Starbucks Mm -hmm. and or closed loop for Dunkin' Donuts. Got it. And so when I'm, so I'm using the login from the specific card. So when I yes. go to Walmart is when I have to decide where I want it to go. No, when you, so you go to Starbucks in their loyalty program, mm -hmm. and then you would say, I want to go to Walmart. I click from there and, into Walmart. Yes. And we um, manage that whole infrastructure. Okay. So it's, it's built through the business itself. So if I want the Walmart money to benefit me in Starbucks, I can't just go online, Google walmart.com and go buy my thing. I got to go to starbucks.com, click on my little portal, click on Walmart, then buy my thing. Yes. Got it. We, we have ways around that as well though, uh, through browser extensions. So once you install it once, even if you're not in the Starbucks app and you were just to go to uh, Walmart, uh, through Google, mm -hmm. it will show up with your Starbucks Rewards Everywhere logo. Again, Starbucks is not our client. I mean, they'd be a dream client for us. Yes. But they're not a client right now of ours. Yes. They don't a have a platform yet. similar to what we do. <laughs> they're one of the reasons that we're in the business because if we could land Starbucks, it'd be a huge home run. That would be super fun. Well, hopefully someone who works at Starbucks is listening will call you. <laughs> <laughs> you never know.
I love this. So it sounds like in order to be your customer, though, someone already has to have a loyalty program in place, or do you also put that in place for them if they don't have it yet? Great question, Esty. So um, there's companies that don't currently have loyalty programs in place, and we have relationships with loyalty program providers. We didn't want to divest or our human brain resources and do a full-blown loyalty program. There's a lot more to that. So we've partnered with several key suppliers that if, um, you know, our platform is agnostic. I mean, it'll work with anyone's because it's just one line of code that everything that we manage is fully done in-house. Yeah, yeah. the back-end integration. I totally get that. I was a CIO yeah. for six and a half years. Like I speak geek and data and all sorts of language. Yeah, so, so the, the bottom line is if you don't have a loyalty program, you tell us what type you want and we'll help you pick the right provider for you. Can you break some of those down? Because I think people talk about it and we just keep saying loyalty program. And I feel like some of the listeners are going, what is a loyalty program? <laughs> or, or at least what are all the different kinds? Like, can we break down loyalty programs for people? Why they sure. would do it and what they are, what the differences are? Sure. All right. So from a technical standpoint, a loyalty program is something that's going to keep track of an existing customer's regular habitual patterns with you that you're going to then reward them from or for, right? So again, like Starbucks, they know when Esty comes in and she gets a cafe latte and it costs $11, whatever it costs. I don't, I don't know. I don't drink coffee. Me neither. I don't, I don't drink <laughs> I had coffee. a Starbucks gift card for like a year before I just gave it to a friend. I'm like, I'm never going to use this. Just <laughs> So uh, what, what they do though, is they track your usage and then they put you in a bucket and then they say you're a frequent visitor we want to give you a, a, a higher tier of possible rewards so when you come in next time they're going to offer you a, a muffin and a drink for free because you've been there 10 times in the last you know 25 days whatever it is they have their own algorithms like we discussed before in the casino business so it's it's nothing more than just rewarding those customers who are driving your revenue. Yeah. And here's an interesting fact. It's six times more cost effective to engage with an existing customer than it is to go out and get a new one. Yet so few people in the world of business are focused on servicing their existing customers. Now there's some companies that do a phenomenal job with it, but then there's some companies that just drop the ball and are always out looking for new, 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 new. This is what I and teach in the, funnels and pyramids. See, yes. everyone, the people, everyone knows you have to have a sales funnel, but not everyone builds a sales pyramid, which is where all the stability is. Yes. Retention, renewal, resell, recommendations, referrals is what I teach in there. And, and this is resells and upsells. Yes. This is in the pyramid. And everyone's like, no, I need a better funnel. It's like, no, you need a pyramid or you're going to live in the funnel forever. And they're very wobbly. Yes. And it's always got a big mouth wide open saying, feed me. Ooh, and you spend I your love time. that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I spoke to uh, a couple of agencies over the last few weeks. We're in the process of looking for an agency for our company. And I have to make sure they get it. An right? agency and, to do you know, what? To do marketing for you? Branding? Well, not, not just marketing. We didn't do rebranding, re positioning. So again, yeah. and I don't want to put the cart before the horse uh, or steal your thunder about your questioning. But, uh, you know... I, I know what I don't know. And in the casino business, it was easy. You put up a banner that shows a slot machine or a roulette wheel. People know what it is. But when I tried to describe what it is that we do, 
the first thing people say to me is exactly like you said, SD, is that, oh, I can earn points here and then go spend them elsewhere. But we're yeah, upside down. Yeah, your messaging down. needs work. Yes, it definitely needs work. And I'm, I'm the first one to admit it. So yeah. what we're doing is now I'm interviewing uh, agencies to discover how they would position it. And it's based on not us needing a huge funnel. I, I mean, we don't need a thousand customers. I don't need 50 customers. I need 10. Yeah. That's it. 10 customers. You have, already. you have at least two because you talked about at least two. Yeah. So. Got it. Does your daughter work for you? Yeah. Well, we work together. I mean, she doesn't, no one works for me. Everybody works with me. I am not, okay. you know. Uh, but because this was, this business sounds like it came about because you were going to buy it for her. I was curious if she ended up inside it. Yes. Well, what, the, what she does, she does all the back end stuff. So she negotiates with um, the advertisers that, that are on the site to get better deals. She deals with end user customer support. She manages that. And she deals with any operational stuff that needs to happen behind the scenes. Um, and I kind of just focus on the big, uh, big picture and the biz dev side of things. Strategy. Totally. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Understood. So you said there are different kinds of loyalty programs. What would be the differences? Like to me, they're, they're kind of, you know, it's based on your behaviors, you get rewards. You either yeah. get more of the same thing or you get different things. Yes. All right, so let's, let's look at the most popular one right now, uh, and that's Amazon's Prime, which you may not think it's a rewards program because you're paying for it, but you're paying in advance for the right to have two-day shipping, right? Okay. So that keeps you engaged to think about Amazon more often because you're like, well, not only am I going to get a cheaper price, but it's going to be here in two days. So... Interesting. Uh, so it's a pay-in for an ongoing benefit program. Yes. Well, I never now, thought about this. I now, am having a really CVS. I don't know if CVS is popular out there by you. There is. There's one around the corner from my house, and that okay. I know is in LA. Well, now, they just came out with the same program. They came out with really? a 20% off any CVS product by paying a flat fee on a monthly basis. I don't know what it is, but my wife signed up. Really? Yeah. I, uh, I think that's stupid, but I hear it. So it again. The addiction, I get it. Yes. And all of this is, it's all, it's all gambling psychology. It's the same type of thing. It's the same pay-in, it's randomized reward, it's taking the chance. It, it, it falls in the same to me psychology bucket, mm -hmm. even though it's different elements of it. Because when you buy either Amazon Prime or the CVS Monthly, there's a certain element of gamble. I don't know if this is going to be worth it or not. Well, you almost want to make it worth it. Exactly. You almost think to yourself, geez, I, I just paid all this money. But see, Amazon Prime does a couple of other things too. Like I think it includes Amazon Music, right? Yeah. So now yeah, it includes, and it includes a Prime membership. Yeah, that's what I mean. Prime Video. Yeah. Right, right. right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Prime Video. So there's yeah. other benefits other than just two-day shipping. Um, but again, with uh, I'm just, I don't even know how many millions of customers that they have using Prime, but they're all paying $100 a year. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but on the back money. end, I was reading that they lose money on Prime in, inside itself. Maybe so. Gain in volume makes it worth it. Meaning, yeah. Prime itself doesn't pay for itself. It costs them more to give people that level of shipping and returns than they earn on it. Probably, yeah. Meaning, but, when you pay real shipping, you're paying two, three, four, five dollars at a time 
the volume that most people order from Amazon on, the customer is totally saving. But right. overall on volume is where Amazon wins. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm sure they must have calculated that the average consumer over the last three years has generated uh, $110 worth of shipping, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah, they yeah, say, yeah, all right, no, I'm sure it was algorithmic. And then it's price points based on marketing and value proposition and all of that. Okay, so that's one kind. I love it. I never thought of this as a loyalty program. So one kind is you pay in and that makes you want to keep coming back. Right. So There's that's, a juice bar that does something like this here in LA. I forgot what it's called, but basically their rewards program is you got to always, every month you have to keep your card at like a $10 um, minimum. And as long as you're, you're in the reward program, all their stuff is cheaper, but right. you got to chop up. So let's say you spend $5 one month. So the next month you just pay five in and you retain that value, but you're always sitting there with $10 or whatever it is in this store. So you always feel like you can go spend it because it's always there. Right. It's the same concept. Yes. Love it. There's companies there out there now that are doing specifically that. They're, they're focused on that aspect of loyalty. I think CrowdTwist is doing it. Um, there was another one that was doing it too. Just focused on prepaid mm -hmm. loyalty. Prepaid loyalty. I love this. Yeah. Okay, so that's one category. That's one, yeah. The, the, the most common really is you buy from us, you know, buy 10, get one free, right? Yeah. So that's a frequent purchaser or frequent flyer frequent right. that's the only one i ever thought of right that's that's the biggest one that's probably taking up uh i'm gonna say 80 percent if not more of the market yeah and almost every company has that right like when i spend up to x at my shoe store i get you know 15 dollars off like it's that thing yes. yes okay that's that's what it is and then you have um you know, most of them are going to be in either one of those two categories. I'm sure there's subcategories of the secondary one, which is that, that broad. Um, but for the most part, you're either paying in advance or, or you're getting you're reward on the other end and then getting the reward on the back end. Got it. Okay, cool. I love yeah. it. So tell me a little bit more about this whole mark. I'm a little bit of a marketing branding person. Um, tell me a little bit more about this because yeah, comp links like, doesn't at all represent and it yeah. took me like a good half hour of talking to you to figure out what in the world you're doing yeah so <laughs> that's the the plight that I'm up against right now is again and I'm you know I, I'm not an egomaniac that thinks he knows everything there's no question about it um, and I, I've given myself to the end of this month which is today and I have the two finalists I've narrowed it down to of agencies that I'm going to work with um, and I'm going to finalize a deal with one of them next week, one way or the other, uh, to who, who understand B2B way better than I do and presenting the value proposition in such a way that, uh, it makes it obvious and that's going to take a rebranding, um, and repositioning of the brand in and of itself. Cause again, when we first started, the thought process was casino. So in the casino world, comps comp means something. Means else. something. Everyone in knows what a comp world. Is. It means computers. Correct. So you yeah. sound to me like I thought you just had transitioned out of the casino thing into some computer tech whatever thing. No, but so the difference really is is that knowing how to pivot is really the key. Yeah. And you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs sometimes because again, in my consulting practice, I find a lot of companies and a lot of people that are just digging their feet in the, in their heels in the sand saying, you know, I, this is the name, this was, this is what we have to stick with. And this is what we do. 
and they're not really willing to kind of think about another avenue. Totally. You know, when I actually, when I started my business, I called it strategic business system uh, because I've been working as a CIO and I was going into consulting and like, I just systematic and business strategy and like all these things. And then a bunch of people said to me, Esty, it really sounds like you do, you know, computers and technology. I said, I do like, but Esty, you really do marketing. I'm like, I do that too. Like we don't see the marketing piece. Right. And so we rebranded into Strands, which is the company that it's been now probably seven years mm -hmm. um, or more. But all of my internal filing is all on the old name. Yeah. <laughs> that, that we originally threw it out. But yeah, because the customer is really the ruler, right? If they don't understand what you do, then you need to explain in a way that they do because they're yeah. the ones who hold all the cards. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, game of the platform that we have is called Rewards Everywhere. So that's the actual Even software. that is wrong though. Rewards everywhere. It's wrong, no offense. <laughs> because just that name, I'm, I'm very big on nuances of language, right? So I have a full team of designers, writers, coders, and my team does a lot of the like extended copy. Right? I don't have a lot of patience. I'm a very patient person, just, you know, sometimes I'm not. I do a lot still, a lot of the ad copy will come to me. The tagline, the tight copy, the little things, the namings. Mm -hmm because the nuances of language, to say it shorter is always harder. And that the one word you use when you only have one or two or three words is what makes the difference. Rewards everywhere makes me think, I buy here, I could spend everywhere. And your thing is backwards. I buy everywhere, I spend here. Everywhere rewards. <laughs> no, still wouldn't work. Because okay. again, it, it's a, you flip the funnel. You flip the funnel. I would change the name of that also, honestly. I would. It, to me, it's, it's it all stops here. You know, where it all, like, because again, you have a flipped funnel. It all lands at the business as opposed to from the business to everywhere. Yeah. It's not rewards everywhere. It's rewards only here. <laughs> all your rewards here only. Okay. Duly noted. Okay. I will take Sorry. that under advisement. <laughs> what? I will take that under advisement and I will make a mention to that to our uh, Yeah, tell the agency you gotta get into the nuances of the language of of just how it sounds to the everyday person. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, and it it is messaging is is a big deal. Like when we were doing our rebrand, and I did it internally because I have a team. Um but <laughs> I am the worst person for my people to work with. And they're just, they're very nice to me. Whenever I do a new logo, like for a client, we do, you know, like three revisions and we'll do a little bit more. Mine went through like 27. <laughs> <laughs> but I pay my people hourly so they can just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, no, so I get it. And when you're in it, it's the hardest to see. Yes, for sure. No doubt. I'm, you know, I, I, I have a uh, myopic view of what the business means because I eat, breathe, sleep it. Yeah. But I recognize that from the outside world, it doesn't always seem that way. I had an epiphany this morning. Yes, what was it? I woke up this morning and I thought to myself, the first thing that I thought, it was about 6 a.m. and I was just a little bit groggy. I was like, not really knowing where, I was like, what day is it today? And I said, oh, it's Friday. Now that means something. Right? So Friday has a different feel. Did you watch Seinfeld at all? Uh, very little bit. Okay. Very well, there was an episode that they made a mention of Tuesday has a feel. Tuesday doesn't have a feel. Wednesday has a feel. 
right? It's halfway through the week or whatever. Yeah. But it, it dawned on me that every day of the week has a feel, yeah. right? But I wasn't aware of that feel when I woke up by myself until I recognized that it was Friday. Then I had that feeling of what a Friday feels like. Yeah. So if we could take the verbiage, as you mentioned, the words, and create feelings with those words. So when someone sees them, they're like, ah, that's it. That's, that's the feeling that I get when I see or hear. Let's, so like, as an example, you think of Apple, right? When I hear the word Apple in computer terms, mm -hmm. it makes me feel a certain way because of my understanding of what that brand means and what they've built that brand to mean. Right. And yeah. then when I think of Microsoft, it, it has a different feeling. Correct. Right. So creating that sort of brand is not easy, obviously, but it's all done through the messaging, right? The way they do their ads. Not only that, but how you interact with their customer with their customer service. It's everything. How they manage everything also so makes a difference. Can I give you, I want to give you the framework that's going to take your epiphany and it's going to like foom. Yeah. So this is what we teach in our marketing course. The foundational difference between branding and marketing and how they interface is really what you're describing. Mm -hmm. And it took me years to build out this model. Um, and one of the people in my course is like, Esty, I looked online and I didn't see your model. I'm like, that's right, because it's mine. I didn't take it from anywhere. <laughs> and it's proprietary, just by the way, in case you're wondering, it's copyrighted, you can't have it. Okay. Um, so organic marketing, okay? And I teach this as organic marketing, but it's all of it. Think of it as a flower, okay? The brand is the seed. That's the DNA, it's the identity, it's the core uniqueness. I call it the core branding concept. This is the seed, it goes underground. So the brand is not the name, it's not the tagline, it's not the logo, it's the core identity of what makes this thing different. It's never necessarily spoken about, it's conceptual. We usually build it out in like anywhere from two to five words. It's a concept, what mm -hmm. it's about, right? So Apple, their tagline might even be their concept, which is kind of like think different. Yeah, but that's the concept and their concept might be slightly different, but very often the tagline is an outgrowth. That seed has roots. All of those roots are branding elements, right? So USP and vision and mission and all of those things that make, that help describe the messaging is a root. All of that is roots. They're all mm -hmm. elements of the brand, okay? There's a stem that goes up and that stem hits the center of a flower. The stem, I always say, I like to call it the 2 a.m. problem. Okay, this is the problem you solve for your audience. So if your core brand, if what you bring, the uniqueness that you bring doesn't connect to an audience, you got a dead flower, you have no marketing. Mm -hmm. You gotta define that 2 a.m. problem so that you know how you can connect all of that message, uniqueness, everything to your people and everything connects in a flower. That's why I like the example. The center is the audience and then there are six petals that are quote unquote your marketing. Okay, so I'll just positioning, price, product, place, promotion, process. The positioning is everything you're saying. It's the um, competitive environment, how you position amongst them, all of that stuff. Product is the actual things you sell, like the actual items, the quality, the accessibility, all of it. Price is obviously pricing. Place is the access points, right? Something you buy in CVS just doesn't feel as good as something you buy in Nordstrom's mm -hmm. or Saks or wherever. And then process is the sales process, which includes the customer service and the interactions with your team and all of that. Now here's the fun part. The seed is the identity. It digs its roots deep. It feeds into the flower how you should do your marketing based on the seed. The more you're out there, the marketing flower is what shines its face to the sunlight. That's what the public sees. The public doesn't see the seed. They see all the stuff that comes out of it 
that absorbs the sunlight in turn makes the brand stronger. So when you think Apple, the reason you have all these pictures in your head about it is because they took that core identity, they dug it deep, and then that influenced everything they did. But all those things that they did is made you have the perception of who they are. That mm -hmm. perception then fed deeper who they became and on and on in a never ending cycle. That's real marketing. Yeah. You definitely have to have this on, on video to tell all those hand gestures. <laughs> For those that are you listening, let me just tell you, her hands are moving a mile a minute over there. <laughs> so I have it. I have a marketing masterclass, which is it's, I, I teach this thing and I teach it in my marketing program. Um, but, but yeah, I actually have it in my five day challenge. Also it's part of how I teach marketing. Um, because to understand that and because so many new business owners um, who come into the field, they think that like, you know, their logo is their brand and an ad is their marketing. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. Mm -hmm. um, your logo is just a graphical representation. So is your name. So is your tagline. When you know who you are, you can figure out what to call it. So it's got to be based on core identity. And so that's why once you explain to who you are, like I would call your thing rewards here before I called it rewards everywhere. Okay. And that's just off the top of my head. I'm like, what would I do with that? <laughs> that's a starting point. But you get the idea. It's got to, because you first have to know who you are and what you're about. The problem you solve for your audience, the name, the tagline, the logo, all of that is leaves. You have good leaves or you don't have good leaves. You can still have a flower. Yeah. They're just representative of everything else that's going on. Gotcha. Okay. That was fun. Gotcha. Sorry. I got on my soapbox. <laughs> okay. So Rob, tell everyone where they can find you, where they can find out more about your program now that they know exactly what it is, even though we don't know what it's going to be called in the near future once you rebrand. Yeah, right. So <laughs> I'm going to give them a URL that will probably be dead. No, so you're going to redirect it. Of course I am. I know. I'm not that stump. <laughs> <That's pretty laughs> so um, the name of the, the, the URL is complete. Well, the best thing to do is get me on LinkedIn. Okay. Right? So LinkedIn, I'm very active on LinkedIn every day. I post two or three posts a day. That is um, so many. I have my own podcast called The Loyalty Minute. So it's on Apple, it's on Google, it's on Spotify, it's on all those other places. Those are probably the two best places to reach out to me. Uh, the website is complinks.co. And then we have a forward slash after that. And we had a special page just for your guys, uh, your listeners, called uh, Business Breakthrough. So it's complinks.co. Cool slash business breakthrough. Nice. What happens if they go there? I put in some uh, unique content, like uh, a financial impact calculator and a video demo of the platform. So instead of normally we, um, we want to speak to someone first before then we give them a full demo because it's a complicated process to understand. Mm -hmm. But I did put together a video f demo for someone who wasn't able to make a face-to-face uh, -face Mm. kind of on a zoom like this and um i release it to i'm going to release it to your listeners just so they can get a, a better picture and see visually what it is because i walk through the demo through the platform how it works so it's That's pretty nice cool. okay i like that so guys complinks.co slash business breakthrough because we're cool um and that'll obviously redirect whenever it's called something else yes. um so we'll put all those links guys at sdran.com slash 91 we'll put them in the show notes so that wherever you're listening to this you can grab them uh, so rob at the end i surprise my guests surprise and mm. i ask them for a quote it doesn't have to be a favorite one of all time but it can be um, but i love quotes and i love how i always find that it like ties everything together so 
You got a quote for us? My favorite quote of all time, I can't quote the whole thing, but uh, the short version is nothing takes the place of persistence. Mm. It's by Winston Churchill. Look it up. It's kind of lengthy, but the most important part is nothing takes the place of persistence. Um, it goes on to talk about a bunch of other things, but again, that's the key. I love it. I love it. And I feel like, again, your story, the ability to pivot, the ability to just keep going with it, not blinded, moving along, finding opportunities to go, but to continue going with things. I think that that's really representative. That was awesome. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I so just would like to say though, for, for your listeners that are entrepreneurs, there's a book out there called The E-Myth by Michael yes, Gerber. I love E-Myth. Great book. And that's probably one of my favorite books of all time, just because of the way he tells stories that really kind of hit home. Mm-hmm. And the other book that's probably one of the, my all-time favorites is Made to Stick. Yes, I love it. I have it right here. By Dan and Chip Heath. There it is. I see it. Yeah, I, I love Made to Stick also. Yeah. I have it yeah. an audio book because I'm always in the car driving or whatever, flying, and it's just much easier to listen to. I hear you. This has been amazing. So guys, all of you listening, I don't know, my mind is blown. I think this is such cool stuff. Um, SDRAN.com slash 91. Share the love. You know somebody who needs to hear this. You know someone who has a business that's going to benefit from loyalty program or just someone who is going to enjoy hearing the genius behind how they did this casino business. I think it's so cool. Um, So share the love, share the knowledge, share the inspiration. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. It's on on everything. It's on obviously iTunes. Um, And we will catch you next week. Rob, thanks again. Thanks for having me, Esty. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Business Breakthrough Podcast with SD Rand. If you're looking for a breakthrough in your business, reach out at sdrand.com slash breakthrough to be a guest on the show. Everyone's got a business struggle. What's yours?